today's podcast, The Journey Within. Hello, everyone. So before I start, I just want to say that if there's anything in this podcast that does not resonate with you, I want you to question it. I don't by any means want to try and convince you of anything in any of these episodes based on what I say or what some of my guests say. I'm merely wanting to share my experiences in hopes that it might awaken or shift something within you. In fact, my entire spiritual journey has been all about questioning, questioning where I was at any given moment, what I was doing. I began to question if my beliefs were even mine, or were they something that was merely passed down? So if there's anything that does not resonate with you, it's okay. All I ask is that you keep an open mind. Okay, now on to today's topic, the journey within. I feel that for me, this is where it all began. Now, an inward journey or going within really means exploring my curiosities, the nudges that I felt inside of me. And it also meant that I needed to accept whatever was in that moment. I mean, it's so easy for us, and I know because I'm guilty of it, to simply focus, observe, even judge everything outside of ourselves, paying attention to what everyone else appears to be doing in their lives on social media, or it could be constantly consuming information, reading books, listening to podcasts, taking courses, listening to the news. And although there is a lot of benefit to these things, I found that there was greater value when I looked within myself to really gain an understanding of who I was on the inside. What I've learned is that our body is in constant communication with us, but the question is, are we really listening? And by communication, what I mean is that we often get signals, cues from our body about where we are at. And some of these sensations can be really noticeable, like indulging in too much junk food and it leaves us feeling really crummy a few hours later, or it could be something really subtle, like little headaches or flutters of anxiety that creep up every now and then when we are, say, overworked or consistently exposed to an unhealthy environment. Now, not all signals are bad. Our body can obviously also send us positive sensations and positive signals and cues, such as feeling joy and laughter when we're in the zone and doing something that lights us up, or increased energy or vitality after a really good workout or spending time with good friends or family. But either way, our body always sends us signals, and some we tend to overlook, whether we do so consciously or unconsciously. But no matter what signs or signals we receive, it should serve as an invitation for us to look inward and decipher where we may and may not be aligned, knowing that all of the messages that our body's trying to communicate to us serve a purpose when they do arise. I feel that these messages are directly from our spirit and constantly trying to get our attention, asking us to really stop and listen. And I know I've had a few personal experiences where things inside of me were kind of calling my attention. And one experience I'll share with you didn't really give me the chance to, or choice really, to ignore it. 
So this is an experience where several years ago now I was sitting at work in urgent care. And for some of you who don't know me, I am a mental health nurse. And so I was just finishing up an interview with the patient and discharged them when as soon as I got into my office, I felt this intense abdominal pain. And it was so much pain that I could literally feel myself go gray in the face. And it took everything out of me to simply walk out of my office and knock on the door of the interview room that my colleague, who thankfully is a really close and dear friend of mine, Gabby, to let her know just how much pain I was in. So she quickly then helped me get the charged nurse and helped me get registered as a patient. And now I have to tell you, I was in so much pain that I couldn't even walk out to triage to register myself as a patient. I couldn't even walk to the medical bed, which was literally steps away from our office. They had to grab a wheelchair just to get me there and to figure out what was happening. But long story short, it turned out that I had kidney stones. So a few weeks later, while working again at the same place, I happened to be working with the same nurse, my same friend. And we were talking about the incident that happened, and she asked me, do you know what kidney stones mean? And I looked at her and thought logically, well, perhaps I don't drink enough water. And you have to understand that during this time, I was working out excessively, like I'm talking six to seven weeks of like really intense workouts. And I kind of knew that maybe I wasn't hydrating as much, but that's not what she was asking about. She was asking about if I knew what the spiritual meaning of kidney stones were. And of course, I didn't know what a more metaphysical meaning of kidney stones might have been. So we looked it up and we looked up the meaning by someone named Louise Hay. Now, I'm sure most of you know her, but for those of you who don't, she's like a spiritual and science practitioner and claimed to have healed herself from cervical cancer, which she attributed to holding on to resentment for childhood abuse and rape. She wrote the book Heal Your Body, which describes a list of diagnoses and their probable metaphysical causes. So anyways, we looked up what kidney stones meant, and it said, and I quote, lumps of undissolved anger, end quote. And at first I thought, me? Angry? I don't even really know how to stay angry, and I'm sure most of you who know me don't describe me as being an angry person. But what was interesting, and if I can be completely honest and transparent, is that right before my defenses kind of shot up, as soon as Gabby read the meaning, I knew exactly where the anger was stemming from. So later on that night, I obviously was more curious and looked further into what more spiritual or metaphysical meanings for kidney stones could be, only because I felt like it resonated with me. So what I had found from kind of taking a deep dive into a spiritual meaning of kidney stones was that it meant it was almost like a sense of powerlessness in either a relationship or situation, almost feeling as if your needs weren't being met. It basically says that kidney stones are when you let your frustration with a specific situation or relationship fester up so much that the energy of that frustration and anger becomes hardened and stuck inside of you. And so you need to kind of find ways to let that frustration out, um, kind of constructive outlets to resolve the issue in order to be healed. 
And don't get me wrong, I by no means am saying that I neglected the need to stay more hydrated. But what I felt in that moment was that I had to accept the truth of what I was feeling and how the more spiritual explanation of what kidney stones were made sense for me. It was like at that point where I intentionally needed to conduct myself in a way that would bring me more understanding of myself over relief. And let me repeat that again, because there's a difference. I wanted to find understanding over finding relief. And what I mean by this is, I mean, not only pertaining to kidney stones, but anywhere in my life where I had felt perhaps challenged or fearful about digging deeper into why my body might have been communicating something to me, I knew how to bring myself relief. I would usually distract by watching mindless Netflix shows or I would find myself cleaning um, because I am a person who will clean when I'm stressed, I will like clean and organize and reorganize. I know it's crazy, but it's true. But that's what I would do. I would do other things like go shopping, literally anything to disconnect from myself, which was really ignoring the calling of my spirit to just turn inward. And I guess I should know that psychological or emotional issues when not healed often manifest themselves in physical ways. I mean, working in mental health, there are often patients that present with chest pain or shortness of breath in the emergency department. And once all the physical testing comes back normal, that's when we usually get paged to investigate a mental health issue or cause that might be precipitating their physical manifestations of the chest pain or the shortness of breath. Um, And often it can be a result of, say, anxiety or depression. All I knew in that moment is that I never wanted to be that disconnected again. So busy that I would ignore the signals that my body had been trying to tell me for some time. I knew that I never wanted to be disconnected in a way that I would become physically ill. So it was from that time that I decided that I didn't want my fear to stop me from going within and digging deeper. This is where I finally felt the need to begin to understand what was happening on the inside. This is where I was faced with a choice to confront the emotions inside of me that created such an intense pain that solidified within me, which in turn then quieted the voice of my spirit. I needed to realize that the one thing that brought me so much pain, that by understanding it, I would ultimately set myself free. Now, it's so easy to friend someone on social media these days. It simply takes just one click. But today I'm encouraging you to do something more challenging. I'm encouraging you to friend yourself. Consider the messages your body is telling you how your body might be calling you and inviting you in. And when your body does call, especially in those uncomfortable moments, have the strength to respond. Now close your eyes and take a deep cleansing breath. 
allow your body to relax and in this moment just breathe into the space within allow each breath to help you go deeper and deeper into relaxation Let this time be one where you intentionally make room to be brave and travel inside to reveal more of your truth, more of your light. See the grandness inside of you open. Take a moment now and ask yourself, how do I feel? And when your body speaks, notice which part of your body is talking. Can you pinpoint from where inside of you any sensations are trying to speak from? Be courageous now to feel and acknowledge whatever comes up as opposed to disconnecting or trying to push away. Now is not the time to turn away, to reach for something else, to distract or to numb. Now is the time to support and feed the parts of yourself that have been starved for too long. Dare now to awaken from the belief that you've carried, trying to convince yourself that any of your wounds would just simply go away without acknowledgement or understanding of its roots. Know that there is a wisdom that you will never know if you continue to resist the feelings of fear, anxiety, anger, or pain. When these feelings come up, simply send them love and then walk closer towards your center and meet this light that has always been there. And just breathe here for a moment, knowing that going within is just the beginning of a journey. A journey to discovery to learn of how your body and spirit communicate with you. Know that there is an intelligence inside of you. We experience inside. We feel inside. Get to know the voice of your body so well that you know very clearly when the spirit within you is trying to reveal something to you. Enjoy the time of going within. Know that when you go within, you secure the knowledge of exactly who you are. Commit now in this moment that you are going to build and enhance this relationship with yourself. That you will take time to check in 
that you will answer when you are being called and that you will listen when you are given guidance. Now repeat out loud to yourself, I see you. I hear you. I feel you. I'm willing to understand you. When your body is calling you inwards, simply listen. Listen. 